recording. <sighs> what a week. <sighs> what a week. <laughs> um, okay, are we, are we just gonna like get the obvious out of the way? Um, Chris Pratt is voicing Mario. <gasps> Pardon? <laughs> We, I don't live. No, sorry. Also, Jack Black is voicing Bowser, and Seth Rogen is voicing Donkey Kong. You know, okay. Keegan Michael Key is voicing Toad, which. <laughs> Who? Yeah. And Luigi is a strange choice, too, isn't he? Charlie Day. They're trying to take the Italian out of our plumbers, and I don't know what to say. I'm I am perplexed. I just there's a lot going. That sounds like a very like fake leak you would find on like 4chan. Like this is the cast for the Mario Bros. movie, and it's like super yeah. fake. Like it feels very. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting. It's going to be interesting. I don't know um how it's gonna go over but whatever do you know what um you know we said that about the sonic movie we said that about the mortal Kombat reboot and they were both good so yeah mm-hmm. let's see they're both fine <laughs> i yeah yeah the mortal Kombat movie is just fine but i like the sonic movie yeah me too i mean did it make either of our james marston's lists yes. i think it made it it made mine at no, the number five slot yes mm-hmm. Yes, okay. it did. So yeah, like <laughs> what? It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be... Everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. Everything will be fine. Um that's like been my uh, I've said that like 10 times today. And has it been this... fine? No. No. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It's never fine. Like I'm, I'm stress eating wrap snacks. Like that's how not fine it is. Is this time for a product placement? Is that why you're bringing those out? Are we? Yeah. Are you giving a shout out? To Cardi B's Cheddar BBQ. <laughs> um. Could we, how how did they not call it Cheddy B? Come on. Come on. I'll give you his email address. Cheddy B, like. Right. And do you know what's really like on brand? Is on the back of the bag, there is an advertisement for their their fashion brand. Like it's a house, it's a brand house called Menzel. Um, so, so the gentleman who created Rap Snacks is like the picture of black excellence. He owns several brands, including fashion like awesome. and just so you just in case you didn't know and were eating his chips now you know like you can't say you don't know not yeah <laughs> yeah Interesting. No. is this a Sorry. canadian company no it's american oh okay well yeah Typical. me i am the only place you can get wrap snacks in canada did everybody hear that taste makers <laughs> is the only how did you rank? How did you wrangle that deal? Um, you know where we used to live. Oh yeah, yeah. 
That's true. Americans. We know so them. Some, some people can still cross the land border into Not the United I. States. No, Not except us. for except for me, except for Harvey Brent's. We still gotta we still gotta test negative and wait for weeks for tests to come back before we can fly home. Fly. Fly away home. <clears throat> Starring Anna Paquin. That's the tea. Mm. So um welcome to the full volume podcast. I am one host, Harvey Brent. I mean, oh. Oh. (laughs) Big oops energy. You are G.I. Joe Lee. That's who you are. And you are Harvey Brent. I am. We should, next time, I haven't, next time we should introduce each other like wrestlers. Like, making their way to the podcast from Windsor, Ontario. Next time, that'll be next time. (laughs) And it'll be like, you know, Real McCoy in the background. Yes. Yeah, or that's who, CNC Music Factory. That's that's who would produce my my theme. Yes, that is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's who we are, and we are here today to bring you uh, episode seven of What If, mm-hmm. and the title is What If Thor Were an Only Child. Which okay, before we even get into this, can we talk about only children for a second? <laughs> we neither of us are only children. You are an only child. No, you're not. No, no, you've met my brother. I think. Yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> your, your wedding. Yes. Your your wedding. Yeah. Yes. It was a very meet cute event. Um, but uh, we are not only children. But boy, do we have opinions on them. <laughs> I am currently <laughs> helping to raise one. Um, all of almost all of my nieces are only children. I'm going to continue to stress eat because I'm planning a convention. So we'll talk about only children. Okay. So only children. <laughs> um, it's tomorrow. The convention's tomorrow? Yeah. Oh my God. And you agreed to film today. You titan of industry. Mm-hmm. And my parents are coming for dinner in about 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's, okay, gotcha. Let's get I'm through kidding. this. <laughs> I'm kidding. They're coming oh. in five. Whatever. <laughs> hey, my brother-in-law and my twin sister are downstairs, so they don't care about me. They got Again, her. not an only child. So my mom ain't busted in here like Frigga. On a hot... Yeah, oh, ooh. She, ooh, she almost had Thor. Almost had him. She done did hmm. almost had him. Okay, do I, can I just, before we get into Thor... Bitch about American Horror Story? Oh my god. Oh, sh- I, I have not watched the episode from Wednesday, so I'm one behind still. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, okay. So, then, I, then I won't say a thing. Don't bitch about it. But I, from based on Instagram, always spoiling everything for me, um, the child is such a nemesis. <laughs> she is such a villain, the child, which I, I kind of gathered from the episode before where she was like feeding on the baby's ankle, which, whoa. Um, but this child is full-blown heel. And, like, was was full-blown heel from the start. <laughs> like, she was, like, even before she turned into a bloodsucker, she was a heel. But I can only imagine the, the shit she gets up to in this final episode. Mm, I think she's always... Oh. Uh. What's that noise? <laughs> can you hear those dogs? Anyway. No. 
sorry I, I digress i'll go on okay so yeah um you're not far off <laughs> i so i won't talk about it yet but um or we won't talk about the final episode but are you excited for next week because it's part two which is a different story I am so excited. I love, I, at first I was like kind of um, wary about the whole like double feature thing, but I like it. They're giving us more horror. I'm into it. And, and there's less filler. Judging by Mosquito. Uh, judging by the poster, it's going to be an alien story. <laughs> Aliens in Death Valley, like Area 51 realness, like... Um, the only sadness is that Evan Peters is not in part two. Just sad. Um, so we have mm. no man candy slash. Um, oh, hold on. Excuse me. Congratulations to BB Evan Peters on Sunday for winning Yay! an Emmy Award for his portrayal of a cop in Mayor of Easttown. That's our BB. He's, yes. He- He's also been voted by, it was either Gawker or Collider or someone to have the most successful year of any TV actor in 2021 between WandaVision, American Horror Story, and Mayor of Easttown. So our boy's killing it. Mayor of Easttown was so good. It was so good. So good. And when it happened, I had to turn the TV off. I was so affected by that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, there are several, but when it happened, it truly, and we're not going to spoil it, because you really, if you haven't seen it, listeners, you really need to watch, you really need to watch it. But when it happens, oh, it, it, the stakes, the, the all bets are off. The stakes are freaking high. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe that I was watching that. And, like, for a while... Just watching kind of Kate Winslet muddle through that accent was like <laughs> watching her muddle through an American accent in Titanic. I love Kate Winslet, so I just it, I, it didn't register with me. And oh, he's just such a good part of that show. I'm sorry. Oh, congratulations. Anyway, anyway, I'm I'm pretty sure he won it convincingly based off the scene where he pretended to be drunk because that was such a good. That was probably the best drunk acting I've ever seen. It was oh, so yeah. good. Yeah, I was like, get out of my head, Abram Peters. Get out of... <laughs> That's me. Out of my head, into my sheets. Okay, uh, moving on. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> zero to 60, zero to 60. Okay. Mm. Okay. Only children. Your thoughts? Well, if we're talking, um, like, real life, only children are selfish. Um, if we're talking Marvel, I, I only children are also shel- selfish, based on this episode, because... Man, does Thor get up to some antics in this episode? Mm. Antics. Yes. Would you want? Do you, who wants to start? How do you? How do you want to crack this egg? Do you know what? I'll start. You finish. Uh, long story short, the um, Odin returns Loki to the Frost Giants, and the idea is that he is never Thor's brother, so Thor grows up an only child. Mm-hmm. Thor, I don't know what it is that he's doing at the time. Maybe you can remember. Um, but he decides he's going to go party down in Midgard, Midgard being Earth. He's he's basically just, like, like training to be king, 
I don't know what you call that. Yeah. But like he's like, yeah, like observing and growing up and stuff. So. Yeah. So he, yeah. And he somehow, they don't really explain why being an only child would turn you into like a party animal or like, you know, make you less ambitious or whatever. But they, they decide that that is going to be his, like Thor's path. He's kind of going to be a little bit irresponsible, a little bit of a mama's boy. And a little bit of Lexus. A little bit Alexis. A lot of it, Alexis. Yeah. A lot of it, Alexis. <laughs> and maybe a little David. But, um, <laughs> you So, he, he meets Jane Foster, who is doing the same research gig she did in the movie. And Jane is with, ooh, Cat Dennings. Uh, Darcy. That's it, Darcy. Um, he is able to convince the two of them to loosen up and they become part of the party crowd too. Um, and it kind of devolves into a he- the hangover-esque type party montage where Darcy ends up marrying Howard the Duck. Oh, I, that, I live for that moment. By Elvis, no less. Yep. <laughs> of course, of course. And then uh, he ends up still betting Jane Foster, and she becomes like one of his little conquests. A little bit obsessed with him. I mean, a lot of bit obsessed with him. I would be too, but right, go, go okay. off. Yeah, um, they create a lot of trouble, drunken trouble. Um, they knock down Stonehenge. Why does he knock down? Oh, because it's like, wait, wait, remember, remember, wait, remember. <laughs> uh, because Shield gets on, gets on their case, and I think they had hired Jane Foster to find, to do some research, and about some kind of anomaly, some power anomaly that happened in space, and it it turned out. She found out it was Thor. Thor had destroyed a planet, partying, and then they came to Midgard, Earth. Um, but because Jane's in love with him, she won't give Thor up to Robin. Maria Hill. Maria Hill. Who is S.H.I.E.L.D.'s uh, acting director because what happens to Nick Fury? He gets pummeled by accident by, I think that was Colobsidian, but I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Oopsies. Uh, Party foul. Yeah. Right? So he's unconscious still. Uh, Maria comes knocking at the door, and then she's like, well, if no one's going to help me, she pulls out the Captain Marvel beeper and summons Captain Marvel to stop Thor, capture Thor, whatever. Yep. Um... It, Which is what they end up doing anyway. Like it's it's sort of as the exact same reason why Captain Marvel comes is they have this pager. So yeah, well yeah, and so like yeah, she brings around Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel confronts Thor in France, um, and they they have a bit of a battle there. And Thor actually comes out on top surprisingly um, because he yeah. just rests his hammer on her, which is. I guess the only way you do defeat defeat Captain Marvel because she was whooping all sorts of ass in that moment. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, you know, she 
she regroups or whatever. Um, and she, they finally hatch a plan to, uh, to take, um, to take out Thor. And I think it was Siberia. They decided on, they threw out a couple ideas like the Mojave, 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 I should know Mojave desert. Mojave desert. I think it's a, it's a soft J. And, (laughs) um, they decide to, to dispose of him though in, in Siberia because he's a threat. And so, um, while Thor is partying in Australia, um, Captain Marvel blindsides him again and takes him out to Siberia. And um, as she's about to knock him, you know, knock him down for good, Maria Hill also is about to launch some nuclear warheads. But what happens at the same time? Frigga back home um, is alerted by Jane Foster <clears throat> that, um, you know, what's what's going down. So um, Frigga interrupts and announces, you know, her arrival and like basically calls out Thor. Um, so Thor and the party goers, you know, they clean up their their mess on Earth on Midgard. And, um, you know, he returns back to to Asgard to be like, I was a good student the entire time. I I wasn't anywhere. Um, <laughs> We're only here on Midgard to learn. So le- did you know Midgard was the birthplace of the Snuggie? <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> Woo. Um, I laughed aloud. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. That was good. Um, and then Jane kind of gets Thor to ask her out on a date. Um, and right at that moment, how does the episode close? Which kind of like places it in a mental timeline for me. Is that a portal opens and Ultron comes out in Vision's body, serving me body, yaddy, yaddy, wearing all six Infinity Stones. And that's where the episode ends. So... It seems like this was kind of right before Age of Ultron. Well, I guess before the Avengers films. But I mean, you know, that's where we're at in this timeline. So um, very interesting ending. I love how some of these endings are just like dark AF. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, that can't be good. (laughs) And in my mind, I've just been programmed, pre-programmed to believe that if it's a cartoon, it's got to be light. Not here, ma'am. No, No, this is... Akira vibes. Akira. Yeah. My only complaint about like, cause I do like the dark ending too. My only complaint about it is two episodes ago. It was Thanos in the exact same position, a zombified Thanos with a nearly complete infinity gauntlet. So it's like, eh, yeah, eh, we're relying a little bit too much on the infinity stones, the infinity gauntlet, but also boo scary, you know, like, <laughs> whoa. Um, <laughs> So that's my only complaint, but I do like the dark endings. Yeah, and they've gotten me to not care about the Infinity Stones anymore after after Loki. I've just the, yeah, yeah. to me, it's like, oh wait, they they successfully um unthreatened <laughs> de destabilized that threat. I'm not sure, like whatever they, they were rocks and a door. They de-emphasized them as a plot device. Yeah, and then now they're using them as plot devices. And then I, and by placing the events of what if episodes within the current existing MCU timeline, they're like saying that this, that it looks like they're saying whatever it is that they do, no matter what, even if they're flesh eating zombies, it all comes down to these fucking infinity stones. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever, whatever. It's like, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but I'm just, you know, 
it's just so weird because we spent like the first 10 years of the MCU just being so scared of the power of the Infinity Stones and treating that as like, you know, the pinnacle of power in the MCU. And now it's just like, it's nothing. Weirdness. Um, so mm-hmm. this episode, what's your what's your vibe? Did you tear you or wear, it. as the fashionistas say? <laughs> would you tear this or would you wear this? <laughs> I will give it a boot. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm, can we toot it or boot it? Um, what's the in between? Um. Um, Darcy marrying Howard the Duck. We toot. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Mm. Jane Foster being a one night stand. That's boot. Um, Jane Foster playing into typical female roles, that is boot. Like, yeah. I, I didn't like that, like, her entire progression of this episode just revolved around her obsession with Thor. Was it good? I don't know. It was written by a man. Mm-hmm. Or was it? No, who's AC Bradley? I'm completely making that up. Maybe AC Bradley is a woman, but it felt like a man wrote this episode. Yeah, it didn't feel. I didn't feel good for any of the women other than Darcy. Um, I just, I thought it was her plot line was hilarious. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I mean, I'm here for, I think I'm here for party Thor. I don't mind party Thor. I just think it's a little bit weird. Um, that that's how, I mean, we do get a Loki cameo. He does come by. Um, they are familiar with each other. And and it's like it's Loki, like in his natural heritage, his natural culture. He's part of the the, the frost giant line of Lokis, which weirdly mm-hmm. we didn't see in um in the actual Loki TV show, which is weird. But mm-hmm. uh, it was interesting seeing Loki not being an adversary at all. So it makes you question Odin and Frigga's parenting skills, TBH. But that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um what else uh i don't know i just it it landed and it was fine it wasn't it didn't really make me think it was definitely like a clean point a to point b story it was what i expected that they would deliver with the what if with the what if episodes to be honest because i, I remember the what if comics being like completely like crazy some of them were really crazy i you brought up a good point actually this episode was really easy to follow which i (laughs) really appreciated um because uh killmonger rescuing tony stark was not like the most um easy episode to follow (laughs) along with um so i actually appreciate the concise plot this time it was very one story boom you know um so i actually really appreciated that i will say yeah, I, I, I will say that I'm a little bit confused about why the Guardians of the Galaxy were pigeonholed into this episode. Do you remember that, seeing them at the party? I remember seeing um, Nebula and I briefly Rocket Raccoon. Uh, oh, and Drax. <clears throat> you see Drax. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it was just the vibe that like Thor was inviting people from all over the galaxy. Like yeah. aliens from everywhere. So I I don't know. It is kind of weird, I guess. Um Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, you're God. You must be friends with aliens. So who knows? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of like I'm kind of with you, though, where it's like I toot certain parts, but it's also not like it's not going to move me in any way. I mean, none of these stories, I think, are meant to move you uh, in what if they're just they're trying to, like, basically expand the scope of the MCU to show you that there's all these different timelines that theoretically exist, you know, and these are just yeah. the tasters of that. So, like, by the end of this season, we should, you know, see all these stories and be like, wow, anything can be possible because they can, you know, pick what they need from other timelines or whatever. I think that's kind of really what we're trying to be gathering from these episodes. But as a standalone episode, it's it's fine. I, I appreciate the simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, that helped. Um, you know, I, I, I actually, you know, we didn't really talk too much about is, is Carol Danvers, uh, Captain Marvel. I appreciated Captain Marvel being in this episode. Was she voiced by uh, Brie Larson this time or no? No. Oh, no, she big. definitely wasn't. Okay. Yeah. Mm. She's too big. She's too busy with her YouTube channel. She has a YouTube channel? Oh, did I say? Yeah, she. Oh, do you know what? Actually, do you know I, I, I shade, but I love. She actually, on her YouTube channel, did like an acoustic version of Black Sheep. Okay. Uh, which I um is the song, if anyone is wondering, that she sings Scott in Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Yeah. Hello again, friend of a friend. Yeah. She does an acoustic version? They're so good. I love that song. Oh, I love that I movie. Lo- I didn't know that she sang the song in the movie. I had no idea Brie Larson sang. But she does. Amazing. And I'm used to the original soundtrack where it's um where it's metric. It's metric? Yep. Yeah. Metric. Emily Haynes. Canadian Canadian filmed film with Canadian music. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, God, so good. Now I'm thinking about that. Oh, so, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, If we're going to give another assessment of this episode, <laughs> it was like, okay. But can we, can we move on to something that I need to talk about? I need to get this off my chest. Get it, girl. We're getting a cafe in the museum. Brewster! <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes. Yes, um, I saw. I saw. <laughs> I, I was so excited. Did you watch? So they're they're airing another um, Animal Crossing specific direct in October with more details about it. So it's gonna be a big update because they don't usually do that unless it's a big update. So you're gonna get more than a cafe and a and a museum. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of um, there's a bunch of free stuff too. Um, that is being introduced to the game, which they did mention in the Nintendo Direct, which I almost lost my damn mind. I woke up my niece and I showed, I was like, you need to see this video. She squealed for like two minutes straight. Oh my God. Is is she going to be back on her Animal Crossing lifestyle? That <laughs> She still is. Oh, is she? she still, oh. oh yeah. She'll, she'll turn that thing on. She'll, she does like three things. Now that they're done Super Mario Odyssey, what she'll do is she'll go in um, and take she'll go into snap and take her photos. Mm -hmm. And then when she's kind of like because sometimes she she doesn't really the D pads and the view. She's not very good at controlling them yet. So she kind of uh, is a photo sniper. 
But when she's sick of that, or it, I think it makes her like, it gives her motion sickness, she'll take a break and then head to the office. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's the cutest yeah and i oh, told man. her i told her to the turn i actually didn't know when the update would be <laughs> all i saw was that um a, a mayor maury who i follow on youtube had posted a video that we are getting a brewster and i was like turn on the game there's an update <laughs> <laughs> not yet and yeah not yet november and uh, no we were all we were all excited. We headed up the stairs to the fine art wing. And there was no door, and I was like, "You know, I should really check and see if there's a date on that." <laughs> did you watch the <laughs> Did you watch the entire Nintendo Direct or just no, no? just some bit? Because they it's, announced it's a insane. new. Well, first of all, they announced Bayonetta three, which um, is something that like I'm surprised we haven't talked about, considering it's just like this fabulous bitch that hunts demons, but she like basically looks like a drag queen. Um, incredible. And then they also, I'm not a big fan of this series, but um, they announced a new Kirby game um, and oh. it's like full 3D. Like it's like, it literally looks like Mario Odyssey. <gasps> That's going to be super fun. Oh, it comes out soon, comes out in the spring. Oh my god, we're saving up so much money. Did they say anything about the Harry Potter open world? That's not coming to Nintendo. That's going to be game, uh, um, computer and PlayStation and Xbox. It's not coming to okay. Nintendo. Okay, so as far there as I also know. has been chatter about getting an, an, a PS Plus. or other. <laughs> yep, so I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to this house. Should I crumble to the ground? I know. I we will still have video games. I I'm just so stressed with all the video games I want to buy in the next like seven months. <laughs> like I can't right. afford all that. So no, like taking overtime, saving, <sighs> squirreling money away. <laughs> Gotta be like hanging out at the truck stop in case I can make a quick twenty. What? Twenty? <laughs> Don't devalue yourself, baby. I know. I'm like a one twenty. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean. Yeah, you're very niche in in your neck of the woods, I should say. Yes. <laughs> Wilderness chic, as they call me. <laughs> is that ice cream cones on your shirt? It is. It I is. It. It's from Nordstrom Rack. What? $19. <laughs> they have the shit, the PEC? No, this is, this is my trip in Michigan. Oh. Oh, Nordstrom, I miss you. Big Beaver Road, baby. <clears throat> Back in the day. <laughs> it's still... Bi- I, honestly, dear God, did they do that on purpose? Big Beaver Road, Route 69? I... Who knows what goes through their minds? <clears throat> People think I'm kidding. People think I'm making it up. I'm like, no, it's in Troy. Like, that's a real sign. <laughs> real ass thing. <laughs> Anyways, hmm. I hear my parents rattling around downstairs. So let's wrap her up, I guess. Next week, <laughs> I have been your host. Wait, follow us on social media. Wait, find all the other episodes online. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Today's just been a day. I just want to watch Thursday's episode of Big Brother and go to bed. 
I have to wake up early tomorrow. Yeah, right? All that she wants. And maybe (laughs) another baby. I don't know. (laughs) That's not true, but okay. (laughs) Once you experience children or having to raise or be near one, this uterus just shriveled up. It's fine. There's enough children in the world as it is. Yes, I agree. I have been your host. Oh, thank you for listening. Sorry. Thank do it really. Thank you for listening. <sighs> Truly, if you've made it this far, thank you. Like <laughs> <laughs> what a disaster. <laughs> Kill disaster. Yeah. Um, if you're listening, send your actual mailing address to fullvolumepod at gmail.com and I will send you wrap snacks. I guarantee you you will get them. I don't know if the best before date will be any good. It would then at that point be a collector's item, but seriously, just just let us know you're alive. Tea. Uh, uh-huh. Uh so yeah, I have been your host, Harvey Brent. And I've been G.I. Jolie, obviously. (laughs) Keep it loud. And keep it at full volume. (laughs) Bye. Bye, (laughs) hoes.